You are listening to the Lab Lowdown. Okay, welcome to the Lab Lowdown. I'm Haley. I'm Fogus. I'm Ashley. And today we're going to be talking about joints, not the weed kind. <laughs> Which we usually talk about. We do talk, it seems like we've talked about that a lot lately. Yeah, know, true. I guess 420 and then pain remedies and going back to the actual medicine and health now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to start us out with a joke. Okay. Since Alex isn't here, he's our usual joke person. Uh, where's the best place for bones to meet each other? Um, at a joint. A pizza yeah. joint. A pizza joint. <laughs> Their local joint. <laughs> the local joint. That's a good one. Yes. So today our podcast is about joints. Um, so Ashley, if you want to start us out, since you're the one who wrote the blog about joints. Uh, Remind us, uh, what is a joint? All right, yeah, sure, guys. So a joint is where two or more bones are joined together, where they meet, where they're connected, all of that. And they could be either on the rigid side, which is between the bones of your skull, or more movable points, like in the knees, hips, and shoulders. And if um, you guys don't know, it also protects bones and pre- uh, prevents them from rubbing against each other is healthy cartilage. Speaking of uh, joints, I'll start out with uh, going over the three types. So there's three types. Uh, One is the fibrous, which is actually, does it move? Is it partially (laughs) moverable? Is it partially movable or freely movable? Fibrous, so I want to say it's the least movable. You are correct. I would have said movable. I would have been wrong. Cartilaginous is? That's got to be movable. The the sec the middle one. That's right. It's partially movable, and then uh, synovial is freely movable. I probably said that wrong. No, synovial. I think that's right. Synovial, because um, synovial fluid is the fluid that is in between. The right? mu- yeah. Yeah. And uh, within the synovial joints, which are the joints that we know, there's mm. six types of those. Are you all ready for this? Mm. Um, is one of them the spine? Uh, one of them is not the spine. Okay. The spine is not a joint. Yeah. Fergus. Well, like the vertebrae and the spine? Because they're uh, joined together. The pivot is uh, what you move uh, back and forth, which is your C1 and your C2 vertebrae. That's probably mm. the most common. So I was right. It is the spine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Vertebrae is the spine. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking you made your whole spine, and I was that's why I was like, no, wrong. Uh, then there's your hinge. What do y'all think your hinge is? Oh, hinge is like a uh, wrist, right? It's just like one plane of motion. Mm. Oh. Your elbows, fingers, and knees. Mm. Uh, then they, you have your saddle, which is like your hand. It gives you uh, more range of motion. Oh, that's a saddle. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And probably uh, one of the most famous is the ball and socket. What do y'all think that is? Shoulder, hip. And hip. That's right. And Ah. then one more. There's a couple of different names for this. And I I could be saying one of the five names, uh, but it's the planar, which is like a gliding Mm -hmm. joint, Mm -hmm. which is your hands, your wrists, and your ankles. Ah. Was that six? I think so. Planar, hinge. Oh, condyloid, which is your wrist. Another one. Saddle, ball and socket, and then pivot. 
All right, Ashley. Ah. And then going back to the elbow real quick, if you guys don't know, whenever you hurt your funny bone, it's because you're um, not hitting your joint or hurting your joint, but it's uh, you hitting your ulnar nerve, ulnar, U-L-N-A-R, nerve. So that's why it tickles and it feels through your nerves all the way down to the rest of your hand. One time I hit, I was playing with like a piece of PVC pipe in the gym. Mm -hmm. I was pretending it was like a a sword. I thought this was a childhood story until... This was legitimately like six months ago. (laughs) Um, And I was like playing with it, like spinning it around and stuff. And like (laughs) doing all this stuff. And I accidentally like, I accidentally like flipped it over and it cracked me right in the back of the elbow. And it was like a direct hit to the ulnar nerve. It felt yeah. like my arm was on fire. That hurt. I was it's in painful. Honestly, so much that's pain. what you get for swinging yeah. around a PVC pipe. I was yeah. pretending that it was like funny. The, uh, it was a... like Gandalf, like with oh, his no. staff, like oh no. And uh, it that hurt so bad. I might, yeah. my, I think my ulnar nerve was like inflamed for like two or three days after that because like mm. my arm hurt. It was there was wow. residual pain. Yeah. I have a vision of, of that in my head, like what you think you look like, which is yeah, uh, cool. Gandalf with you know you're holding his uh, staff, but mm-hmm. it's really a piece of PVC pipe. From, uh, no, yeah, a, a male uh, flag dancer. Yeah, it's like in the yeah, high school band, like and he waves the flag around. Maybe even less less glamorous <laughs> than that. It hurt a lot though. The point is, the only love hurts. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yes. All right. So what's the point of a healthy joint? Ashley, go oh, okay. Fergus. Tell us. All right. So maintaining healthy joints allows you to do the regular activities, everyday things such as running, walking, playing sports, and doing, you know, other extracurricular activities. And, you know, keeping a physical activity and a balanced diet, also avoiding injuries and taking care of your whole body and the way you sleep and kind of take care of yourself overall um, helps you maintain a healthy lifestyle and also pain-free. When you keep those joints healthy, you know, it's it's going to bring you away from maybe causing a tear or inflammation and pain, which could potentially lead you to damaging uh, joints overall. Now, that doesn't sound painful. I think I'm mm. already having some uh, joint issues yeah. in my, uh, uh, some would call young age, and mm. it's not fun. Yeah. And so with, with young people, you know, it's anything can happen, especially arthritis. It's one of the most common inflammation caused by uh, joints rubbing against each other or also aging and other things, Um, you know, also car accidents, um, things that sometimes we cannot prevent. And, you know, there's an estimated of 350 million people around the world who suffer from arthritis and just 40 million in America who actually have this condition, which can either be caused, like I said, from either a side effect of age or something that you couldn't prevent or an autoimmune uh, condition. Um, So there's a couple of things that can go wrong. Um, If Fergus wants to kind of dig deeper into that. So, So there's many different types of arthritis. The most common form of arthritis is osteoarthritis, which is where the surface cartilage in the joint breaks down and wears away, causing the bones to rub together. So that's going to cause pain, swelling, and uh, probably a loss of motion as well in the joint. Uh, a lot of people have this uh, in old in their elder elder years when they're older, um, just years and years of wear and tear on the cartilage. And uh, this is actually what a lot of people end up getting hip replacements, uh, knee replacements for, is to uh, alleviate that pain. Uh, and basically mm. just get a new joint, essentially. Is kind that why crazy. people have uh, hunchbacks? 
Is that uh, mm. uh, osteoarthritis or is that uh, – what's the thing when you don't drink okay, enough you- milk? Um, oh, osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I, I know it's some people who just have really bad posture. So That's me. Throughout the years, it just gets yeah. worse and worse. And then you it, get locked into it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, there's probably a 99.9% chance that I'll have a hunchback isn't when I get cr- older. Isn't it crazy that, um, that you can just like replace a whole joint? Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Like when you think about like what goes into that, like cutting the joint and then just putting a methyl in it. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Um, absolutely crazy. Science. Science Beauty of guys. medicine, yeah. <laughs> So then we have rheumatoid arthritis, uh, which is actually an autoimmune disease that attacks the tissues of the joints. Um, so I know that we've been contacted about uh, connective tissue disorder panels, and mm-hmm. there are companies out there that do that. Um, we are so actually that, rolling that out. Offer it. A lot of that links into, into rheumatoid arthritis. But symptoms include pain, swelling, stiffness, uh, loss of function in the joints, along with feeling tired and sick. Um, so there's just that added burden uh, from the, the disease there on the on the body then can i talk about gout yeah go because talk about gout. i i really am not grossed out by any like really medical anything except like bones popping out of people's skin like that kind of grosses That's me out but the thought of gout makes me so disgusted like from a like it just sounds so miserable and painful the word gout as this, well the word yeah. gout, gout gouty arthritis Ugh. Is sometimes yeah. uh, referred to as that. Makes me sick. And it's a buildup of uric acid crystals in the joint, which that doesn't sound pleasant at all. Um, and it can be extremely painful. I've heard of people having gout like in their feet. Yeah, their, yeah. I think knees. it's common in the big toe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's very big common toe. in the big toe. Like that. That just sounds miserable, and I probably wouldn't wish that on anyone. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't sound. Does not sound nice. Gout. It's very common with patients with diabetes. I remember when I shadowed at a family medicine um, clinic, a lot of the patients with diabetes wouldn't really check in on their feet because they just know it's pain. They're just like, oh, it's something I have to deal with. And they come into the doctor's office and they actually look at the feet and there's gout present and, you know, some other things on top of it. But gout is extremely painful and on top of, uh, you know, autoimmune conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, um, Gout is actually more painful than that sometimes with patients and autoimmune conditions. They are actually damaging to the joints, but it's not as painful compared to the crystals. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That just sounds uh, pretty, pretty miserable. Mm -hmm. So next up we have juvenile arthritis, which is the term to describe arthritis in uh, children uh, who can actually develop almost all types of arthritis that affect adults. Um, you know, usually when you think of arthritis, you do think of elderly people. Um, you know, oh, it's raining, my joints hurt. Um, but uh, but it can happen to kids too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just something to be aware of, uh, especially if you work in pediatrics. Maybe the kid isn't just complaining <coughs> because they uh, they just want to complain. Maybe they have arthritis. Um, and then there's some other forms of arthritis as well um, that may be associated with diseases like lupus, fibromyalgia, psoriasis, or uh, certain infections. Uh, other di- other diseases may also affect the bones and muscles around a joint, causing problems to that joint. Things like osteoporosis, mm-hmm. um, some other bone diseases. I don't oh, know, brittle okay. bone syndrome. Oh, there's so many. Okay. So, Fergus, uh, you're. I have a little snippet. So, uh, talking about all oh, the lovers. 
The weather, yeah. So growing up, my mom used to always say, like, oh, my knee hurts. I, kn- I know there's going to be a thunderstorm. Rain's a coming. Yeah. And I'm like, Mo-. it's a weird sense of feeling. I was like, mom, you're, I, you're making this up. Like, this is like a wives' tale. Yeah. Whatever. But it turns out uh, joints contain baroreceptors, uh, and these react to atmospheric changes in the barometric uh, in the barometric pressure. Uh, swift weather changes can be felt in the joints, which um, I don't know if y'all know this, but that's what Texas is famous for. They say if you don't like the weather, wait 15 minutes. It'll change. That's yeah. crazy. I I didn't know that. It's it was, an actual it was, real thing. It's, I thought it was an old wives' tale. It is not an old wives' tale. They uh, contain receptors, and it's incredible. If if you have you know pretty severe damage, then your knee can probably uh, feel it if that's the thing that's damaged, wow. the joint that's damaged. Wow. So they're like nature's uh, the craziness of nerves and everything working with. That is that is crazy. So how can we help our joints? How can we make our joints more healthy? Well, we can actually uh, pick out some good foods. Like I said, it's to maintain a healthy lifestyle, which also starts with a good diet. So some of the good, some of a few good food picks include low-fat milk. Uh, where actually there was a study done at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, who discovered that with more low-fat milk in their diet the slower progression of knee osteoarthritis, uh, which is a really cool fun fact. Another one is wine. Uh, From a UK study done, there's actually shown that the antioxidants from wine could lead to less of a chance getting knee osteoarthritis as well. I should be safe there then. (laughs) Like a glass glass of wine every once in a while. You should be good. Keeps the doctor away. Supposedly it's helpful for a lot of things. That's why I do it. Antioxidants. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to move into red wine season. It's coming. It's getting there. So, yeah. A third one um, includes virgin olive oil. Uh, there's a compound in olive oil that actually helps lower the levels of inflammatory enzymes in the body. Um, number four is fatty fish, which are loaded with inflammation-busting omega-3 fatty acids, which animal studies suggest can help alleviate symptoms of osteoarthritis. And number five is cherry juice, which can actually reduce inflammation in the body to help ease osteoarthritis symptoms, uh, which was actually founded in a 2012 Oregon Health and Science University study. You know what's sad is when you said cherry juice, um, I immediately thought of maraschino cherries in the jar, and I was like... And then mm. I realized I've never really had cherry juice. I think it would be a little hard mm. to find. I've had it. Um, you can get it in the UK. I don't know. I've never seen it here, but I'm sure you can get it. It's um, it's very rich. Like, it's almost like um, syrupy. Not quite, but it is almost like a red wine, but without alcohol. Like, it is a very deep flavor. Yeah, I feel like it could taste like medicine. Possibly. It tastes. Oh, I mean, it tastes pretty good. Oh, really? I did. I did enjoy it. Um, but it is very rich. Um. Very rich. I I can talk about uh, some of the foods that may hurt your joints because, you know, aside from a couple of these, uh, I partake. You partake so, in yourself. Yeah, I'm just starting to like fish, so that's kind of, uh, you know, on the helping side, olive oil. I don't ever eat uh, cherry juice just in case, drink cherry (laughs) juice just in case y'all were wondering. Um, But some of the foods that may hurt your joints that you should probably skip are cheese. Um, Cheese could speed up the progression of knee 
osteoarthritis uh, due to its high fat content. So fat's not really good uh, for, for your joints uh, in the sense that... Um, I don't know, actually. That's, yeah, I, I'm I actually have a lactose intolerant, but I still eat cheese. Yeah, I'm really picky about it. I like a, a nice cheese. Mm. Don't ever eat American cheese, guys, or like processed cheese. That's just disgusting. That's bad for life. Uh, soda. So I was worried when I read this because I thought it was going to be like the carbonation, but it's mm. not because y'all know how many sparkling waters I drink in a day. Um, but according to a Harvard study, a woman who had one sugary soda a day, uh, or women, <laughs> uh, women who had one sugary soda a day were at higher risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis than those who skipped it. Uh, they're also at less of a risk of diabetes, probably heart disease, health risks, yeah. uh, weight gain. So just don't ever drink soda. That's my mm-hmm. tip. A uh, beer, the more one drinks, uh, the greater the odds of knee or hip osteoarthritis. Could be from a fall. Could be from that's true. A joint <laughs> joint damage. Uh, bacon. That's a sad one. Is, yeah. Uh, everybody likes bacon. Yes. Inflammation can come from ingesting a high amount of saturated fat, uh, which can lead to arthritis. So, along with the cheese. Uh, High saturated fat is not good for your joints. Um, And then the last one, which is slowly being banned from everything, is the trans fats. Uh, Weight gain and inflammation could be triggered uh, to... Oh, I meant maybe too, too many. That's right. It could be triggered uh, by too many baked goods, chips, and fried foods. Uh, You probably don't want to eat a lot of fat. If you just think about it... So many of the things that are just filled with uh, trans fat is so that they can be shelf-stable. And if you really think about what you're eating, do you want that to be shelf-stable? No, you don't, because that's disgusting. Yeah. Well, I have another fun fact on uh, joints. So you guys know there's a myth of if you crack your fingers and knuckles um, that you might get arthritis. That is actually a myth. And you know that sound that makes the pop from popping it? So it's because there's a buildup of gas or air. I can't remember, with between those bones. But um, whenever the chiropractor or whoever you visit or if you do it yourself tries to crack it, uh, it makes that pop noise because you're stretching that joint and then you're releasing that gas slash air. Yes. I was going to say that same thing because I've been, like, popping my knuckles lately. Um, And you're right. It's gas. I always thought it was, was like, the joint popping back into place. Like, it was, like, Mm -hmm. slightly out of alignment. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. I didn't know it was I think that was one of the myths. Like, they were, they were rubbing your joints to, uh, together or whatever mm-hmm. and all the stuff that your teachers, like, told you in elementary school. Yeah. Like, don't do that. You're going you're gonna to hurt your bones. <laughs> but that's really, uh, it's really mm-hmm. not true. I had no idea. And to be frank, I am completely, I have this one foot, I think it's from cheerleading, that I just, it pops in a weird thing. And yeah. so I'm always popping it because it, it like, feels good. Um, but I prop now that I know it's not going to give me osteoarthritis, I'm not going to worry about it as much. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, I, I think that was it for the lap lowdown. Fergus, do you have anything else on joints? So there was one more thing that I wanted to say, which was, um, a really good way of, uh, managing your, uh, 
your joint health is to stretch and roll out uh, really as often as possible. Um, so when I say stretch, I think a really beneficial thing for me, what I've found has been a, sort of like a deep myofascial stretch, which is where you stretch mm -hmm. for sort of two to four minutes uh, in a single position, almost like a, like a yoga. Uh, and what that does is it just keeps, um, keeps all your muscles around your joints loose because <clears throat> tight muscles are going to pull on the joints, it's going to pull on the tendons, it's going to pull on the ligaments, mm -hmm. and that's going to create uh, tension, it's going to create pain in the joint, it's going to pull things out of alignment, all that bad stuff. So the stretching and the rolling and just keeping your muscles nice and loose and uh, limber, especially in big muscle groups like the quads, uh, which mm -hmm. pull on your knees and your hips, um, and your back as well as pulls on your spine, uh, that's something that I've found has really helped me um, from an athletic perspective and also just from a daily you know, pain perspective like I work at a computer all day I have horrible posture <laughs> so uh so stretching yeah. it stretching as often as possible does help um what are your products that you use you use a lacrosse ball and then what is it uh, just like a foam roller That's it's like a, mm -hmm. a sort of like a tube cylinder but if you um I know some people like make their own you get a big piece of pvc pipe and you wrap like a t-shirt around it and then duct tape That's it so ghetto. it's really ghetto just don't go buy do that. they're like 20 dollars. just go buy one <laughs> but if you buy one also you don't have to be like Fergus because he used to do it in the office and uh it looked weird do it in your, all about joint health, guys. In your, yeah. Do it in your home. I think that's it on uh, joints. Oh, we Pretty should bring much. it back to the lab, huh? Like what they can get tested. That's, that's true. Right. Um, I know we offer uric acid, so if you're worried about gouty arthritis, uh, yeah. come get a uric acid test. Yeah, I think. Chronic inflammation panel. Exactly. Mm -hmm. all that good so, stuff. Um, I mean, the tests that we offer kind of hit everything. So mm -hmm. if you're taking medication for pain and for your joints, you, uh, you know, you may be required or require someone to get their medication monitored to make sure they're taking it appropriately, even with chronic care management. Uh, you comply. That's uh, one of our newer test panels that we rolled out. Blood. There's a ton of stuff yeah. that you look at. It's uh, good to always get that essential wellness testing, you know, just to see what else could be going on yeah. in your health. Exactly. Absolutely. And the RA panel that is soon to come, we may be able to talk about it on the next podcast. And then something that is often not thought about is the allergy testing because uh, you could be having a lot of allergies, which could increase to inflammation in the body, uh, which could increase the inflammation in the body. And it, it could uh, hurt your joints. It may just be making that up. But, uh, you never know right. until you get tested. <laughs> yeah. So uh, whether you're a physician, a patient, or uh, just a happy listener, go ask your doctor about the tests that you can get to make sure your joints are healthy. Sounds uh, good to me. Sounding off that's, with yeah, that's the it lab lowdown. Mm -hmm. All until right. Next time. Bye. Bye.